Welcome back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 44 and we are so glad that you are with us today. We just love this time of week. It's amazing. (laughs) Every week we get so pumped to sit down with you guys and have a chance to talk about uh, something we're super passionate about, marriage. We We love marriage. But here's the thing. If this is your first time ever listening, strap on your seatbelt. We are going to have a blast. But before we get going, we want to do a listener country shout out. We want to give it up for all of you that are listening out there in Australia. Yes. Thank you for listening, you guys. We appreciate it. Crazy. You guys are on the other side of the world, yet here we're sitting down together and we feel so close to you guys. It's so crazy to think, Travis. It is negative six right now. Tomorrow's going to be negative 18. But there's people that are listening and it is warm. It's like 90 degrees. It's warm on the other side (laughs) of the world. We are frozen. Like everything outside is ice and snow and cold. But hopefully it's like 80, 90 degrees for them in Australia. Right, yeah. We just love you guys. We see you. We know that you're there. Thank you for listening. Yeah, just wanted to give you guys a shout out. But also we wanted to give a specific shout out to one listener. This is a five-star review and it comes from Shusman 2. And here's what they wrote. They said this. They said, love how Travis and Don connect with their listeners and are so transparent with their own story, relatable with their content, and truly desire marriages to be at their best. Love what you guys are up to on this platform. Wow. wow. Thank you, Shushman, too. We <laughs> it, appreciate that review. It's hard to not say wow and to be so yeah. thankful. We are super grateful to you, Shushman, too. Well, if you want us to give you a listener shout out and to let thousands of other people who are listening know that you're out there. Just head on over to the five-star review area at the bottom of the Apple podcasts and you can type in a review and we are going to give you a shout out. Can't wait. Also, we want to remind you that our new book, Verbalocity, Seven Steps to a Verbally Generous and More Fulfilling Marriage, it's launched on Amazon. It came out a couple of weeks ago and it's a short, quick read. We wrote it to help couples think through their positive communication plan and really, Don, to challenge people to be verbally generous with their words. I know if you're looking for a group study, this would actually be a, gr- a good group study because there's questions at the end of every chapter. Again, it's a, it's a quick read, but there are six to seven questions and you could talk through it with your spouse or with the group. Yeah, it's great for church groups, community groups. So don't forget uh, that's available. Also, we have a new series that's going to be coming First. up. It's called The Communication Switch. You're going to love this one. We love it. <laughs> yes. We're excited about it. We believe it. in it. It's a marriage series where we're going to be unveiling a new communication plan, really a philosophy and a way of communicating that you are not going to want to miss coming up very soon. So this will be a huge conflict resolution tool. Who doesn't need a conflict resolution tool? I know, it's something that we have to keep learning, you know, learning new different styles and, you know, in our own marriage. Well, today we're going to be talking about smells. Like what kind of smells? (laughs) That's kind of weird, isn't (laughs) it? So to kick us off, Don, I wanted to ask you, what are a couple of your favorite smells? Good question, though. You know what? Absolutely. You know what? One thing that I love the smell of is freshly baked chocolate cookies or oh. cakes or brownies. I am just a huge pastry fan. But when I smell them, oh, 
I love the smell. And honestly, bacon. Who doesn't love the smell <laughs> of bacon, bacon in the morning? <laughs> or um, some people might not agree with this one, but when we drive by like McDonald's or Burger King and I can oh, smell those my. French fries, yeah. I like that smell. And, and please don't tell me that you don't eat McDonald's because you know what? We like McDonald's. Everybody but, eats yes. McDonald's at one point in time in their lives. But yeah, I How think... How about you, Travis? What are some of your favorite smells? I, I agree. I was going to say, I agree with what you just said. And I was thinking if Samson were alive, I think his weakness would be the smell of bacon. for sure like (laughs) anyway um you know one of mine is coffee in the morning oh yes when i'm tired but it's my day off and i'm slowly waking up and i smell you push the coffee button sometimes and that fresh pot of freshly ground beans is is brewed and i know i'm gonna get up and have a big cup of coffee oh my gosh this morning it was killing me you know i had to have a physical so i was fasting and so i woke up and i couldn't have coffee and i could smell your coffee so good and i was just I was just horrible on the inside. I wanted it so bad. And I felt guilty, uh, but not guilty enough no. to stop drinking my cup of coffee. But it was, uh, I felt bad. So the other thing is just when we go for walks down, you and I, or we run outside a lot during the summer and we're hungry because we're running and somebody's barbecuing oh, something really so good yes. on the grill. And it just slaps you in the face and yeah. you're reminded that you're alive, but you're also reminded they get to eat something really good and oh. you don't. Well, when I think of smells, I also think of Jimmy John's. I got to right. be honest. Yeah. Why? Because they have a sign that reads in their window, free smells. And does it smell good in there or what? You know, another place that has that sign is the world's greatest candy store in downtown St. Paul. They make the most amazing popcorn like caramel corn caramel corn and cheese popcorn salted caramel was like a new flavor you know fa- flavor oh, and i love it so but good <laughs> they have that sign you know free smells and oh my gosh you'd walk by it and you just want to eat yeah, all the popcorn you, you you smell it and calories just start yeah. piling up in your body it's so so good seriously isn't it amazing to walk into our house and smell freshly popped popcorn or baked chocolate cookies brownies or you know garlic bread and spaghetti that italian you know smell i love baking and i love cooking because the smells are absolutely incredible thank you for that thank you for loving baking (laughs) because i love eating Well, we're all very familiar with these amazing aromas. They can put a smile on our face and we know something is good is about to come once we smell those smells. For me, I want to stay in this atmosphere and enjoy what comes with these sweet, amazing Mm. aromas. But on the other hand, you know, Travis, we have all walked into homes where the microwave popcorn was maybe burnt. Oh, that's a horrible Somebody forgot it in the microwave. Or maybe the garbage hasn't been taken out and it's rotting. Or the kitty litter is overflowing. Or maybe there's dogs and they haven't been let out of the house in weeks. These aromas, these smells make us grimace and want to leave. The thought of staying longer than we have to in those atmospheres is not an option and we want, you know, oh, the nearest doorway out. It's terrible. I remember a few years back, Tom, when you and I were looking at houses, you'd walk into some houses and they smelled like a bakery, yep. you know, store or whatever. But then there were other houses we'd walk in and we were like, what did they just <laughs> kill and burn? Because yep. this, it, 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 it was awful. It would stink terribly. And I remember one or two houses we walked in and right away with the smell, we just looked at the real estate agent and said, no, 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 we're good. We can leave. We only got to the entryway. Didn't even look at the house because it smelled so bad. Well, last week, Travis, we were invited over to some friends' house, you know, Tony and Judd. And we walked into their house and we were instantly met with an amazing smell, weren't we? It was so good. With that smell accompanied a huge buffet of food that filled their entire kitchen island. They were cooking this fabulous 
white chicken chili with a wide array of toppings to go on top of that chili. They had this fresh cornbread that they had just made, an Italian bread, and the most amazing apple gouda salad. Oh, like, I had seconds. Yes, and I know <laughs> Judd so actually good. had made that salad for us. Home run, Judd. But on top of that amazing food, there was a meat and cheese tray, a vegetable tray, and the dessert bar. Like, for dessert, there was a huge <laughs> spread of chocolate fondue with grapes and strawberries and bananas and this amazing cake. But it, next to the fondue was an arrangement of these delicious chocolate dip cookies. It, it was, was obscene. Oh my gosh. It was <laughs> in, crazy. In the best way possible. It was obscene. crazy to walk into their home and have this smell and then to see this spread of food. The smells coming from that food and their home was incredible. The food arrangement was extravagant and almost overwhelming. By the way the smell was and what we saw set out for us, it made us feel like royalty. Yeah, we felt like I, kings and queens. I kind of thought it was Thanksgiving or Christmas oh. part two. I was like, what is going on? It was shocking, right? When we walked oh, in, it was, felt like we had just walked down the red carpet at, for the Hollywood premiere of right. a movie. Beyond what we smelt and what we saw, we were greeted with warm smiles, with hugs oh. and excitement that we were there, that we came. The hugs were It the was best. incredible. I know, Travis, we both walked away. We felt so loved and so valued and so cherished. Yeah. And I think what you're getting at, Don, is aromas matter. They do. Smells matter. They say a lot about who we are and what we want to portray. And they can give us pleasant feelings or they can sadly leave us with <laughs> feelings of disgust or nausea. They can change our they, mood they on a dime. Aromas it's, definitely change your mood. Absolutely. It's kind of like when you're walking in nature and you're on a beautiful path and there's this, you know, just absolutely fresh Flowers, Del- delicious yeah. smell in the air of just fresh air, right? And then suddenly it hits you. It's this cloud of death, of rotting oh. flesh, and it consumes your nose the moment that you walk past a dead squirrel or dead rabbit or a bird. Oh, or snakes or and, frogs. And you get oh. sick to your stomach. Yep. It can take that pleasant scent that you were previously experiencing and it quickly turns your nose up and it makes you, you, you know, feel different. Yep. Kind of for a moment, it steals the joy. It does. And then fortunately <laughs> you walk out of it, the wind blows and it you're, you're back to it again. Right. But dead things are gross. Right. They stink. So why? Why are we talking about aroma? Why are we talking about smells? Well, because they should matter to us. And here's why. They definitely matter to God. In fact, in the Bible, it says in 2 Corinthians, for we are to God, the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one, we are an aroma that brings death. To the other, an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task. Powerful verse. So have you ever heard that verse or really spent some time thinking about that before? We are literally God's pleasing aroma to those around us. And who's the we? Well, if you are a follower of Jesus, the proof that you really love him and are his follower is found in the pleasing scent your life gives off. In other words, 
people will love you. They're not going to only love you. They're going to want to be around you. They're going to always ask why your life smells so good. And I want to warn everybody out there, don't be fooled. True followers of Jesus, I'm not trying to say they're perfect, but here's the thing. Don't be fooled. True followers of Jesus are pleasant to be around. They're not the grumpy, mean, awful people. Instead, they love people and they serve others. They make their lives about improving the lives of those around them. So think about it. If something smells good, you are tempted to want more of it or you pursue it. Kind of like that caramel corn shop in downtown St. Paul. (laughs) I always want to spend like $30 in there the minute I walk in. You don't walk away from that smell. You take it in and you enjoy it. Well, in the same way, if something stinks, we want to leave or run from it. It's horrible. We want nothing to do with that kind of aroma. So with this verse today in 2 Corinthians, we want to challenge you in this podcast to look into your home and into your marriage. You have to ask yourself, how does it smell? Is there a pleasing aroma that comes from it that makes people want more? Or is it stinky, rotting, and moldy? Is it as a, at a point where no one wants to stay and take part and hang out? Or do they, you know, they want to be a part? What does your marriage yeah. smell like? Or what does your marriage smell like to your spouse? God is not the only one who smells the aroma of a life and marriage that points people to him. Everyone around us does too. So what is your marriage aroma? When people see your marriage, do they smell the love, kindness, sacrifice, the forgiveness, and loyalty you have towards your spouse and each other? Or do they smell bickering, hatred, disrespect, lack of forgiveness, and disloyalty? Yeah, great question. Uh, Again, you know, like in our home, if it smelled bad, we'd want to find it and fix it. In the same way, if in your marriage, it doesn't smell good because of the things you just said, Don man, it's time to fix it. It's time to change it. And now you guys, we know we don't have that answer to that question for your marriage. Only you do. We can only that answer that question for us. But what we do know is that people can smell the aroma of your marriage. Your kids, your grandkids, your coworkers, your relatives, and your friends all know and can smell what your marriage looks like and feels like and just smells like. They can, yeah. Some of you may be wondering, why does this matter? You know, who actually cares if you have a stinky aroma to your marriage or who cares if you have an amazing aroma to your marriage? Well, just like God talks about us being the pleasing aroma for others to find Christ and his love, our marriages are examples and aroma of what marriage will be like. The Bible talks about marriage as being an example of Christ's love for his bride, the church. Our marriages are supposed to be an example of Jesus' life of sacrifice. Yeah, that's such a perfect picture. And I know I'm not perfect at that, Don. But when I begin to search my own heart and kind of think about, do I smell good to you in our marriage? All I have to do is think about Jesus and how much he sacrificed and how much he demonstrated his love. And it really challenges me because he smelled great. I don't know what cologne he was wearing or where he took his showers, but he smelled amazing. Again, people are watching our marriages. They're smelling the aroma that we're giving off. And so what is that smell? What aroma is your marriage giving off? Again, people are watching. I know I watched my parents my whole life, right? And you watched your parents. But for me, the example that I saw growing up was not a good example. 
the aroma that I smelled constantly was not pleasant. I was actually kind of scared to get married due to the fact that I saw what my parents went through and the aroma of their marriage that was given off in their marriage was not something that I actually desired. It was something I dreaded or thought, you know what, why would I ever get married? This seems awful. I wondered for most of my life why people would actually even get married because to me, it looked miserable. Yeah, Don, and you know the example that I had growing up. It was raw, but a good one. My parents, they had ups and downs, but they fought through them and are still married to this day. Don, you and I, we love great smells, yes, as do. you know. Yep. But one of the things we love even more is hosting people in our own home. I could have people here all day long. Uh, why is it. that? Yeah. I don't know, I but we them. both love opening our home and inviting people in. It's so Fun. If you ever come to our house, you will never be thirsty because we'll probably ask you about 20 times if you want or, something to drink. Or hungry or cold. <laughs> right. We'll be like, is the temperature right? Yeah, we just want people to be comfortable right. in our home. We love hosting. We love hospitality. We do. So here's the big question of this episode. What does a great marriage smell like? What aroma does it give off? Well, I know, Don, you and I, as we thought about this and kind of contemplated it, looked into our own souls and kind of took a look in our minds right. and our memories and, and in our marriage our marriage but our, our current life of all the people that we know that their marriages smell amazing yeah. and they're like incredible people there's some things that we came up with that we wanted to point out in this episode so we took the word aroma yeah and we made an acronym the very first, fitting for this podcast <laughs> i think it is yeah the first uh word of course is it starts with an a it's attitude these couples that we know are great marriages that have a wonderful smell to them. They have great attitudes. Yeah. They have positivity is what we're talking about. And that means that you've, you have to be thinking the best about right. your spouse. Sure. Your spouse can have a bad day or irritate you, but positivity, like, right. okay, it's a new day. I'm going to think good thoughts about my spouse. The second part is, you know, in aroma would be the R and that would be romance. Yeah. So feelings of love expressed daily, weekly, yearly, like, like it's an ongoing thing. The next part of that word aroma would be the O, and that would be others focus. So including your spouse, you're serving others around you. Your life is about serving others, but it's also about serving your spouse right. and being there for them and making sure that every day you're waking up and you're wanting to make their life yep. better. Boy, does that give off a right. good aroma, right? Doug? The key to that is others focus, not me focus, not on ourselves, but others focus on yourself, especially on your spouse. Yeah. You want to have a, a marriage that gives off a great aroma. The next uh, letter would be M and that is making a difference. Yep. Those couples that we know, we, we call it having a missional marriage, but those couples that live in such a way where they're actually doing really awesome things with their lives, whether, yeah. you know, it's volunteering or being generous or whatever that might be, but they're living in such a way where their lives are actually making a very real difference in somebody else's life. I think it's so important to remember, Travis, that we are married for a purpose, that God has a purpose for us. And we do, like we talked about a missional marriage, but are we making a difference every day? Are we doing something to make a difference in the lives of others? 
Yes. And then the last uh, part of this word aroma is the A, and that would be altitude. Those marriages that smell great, they are constantly climbing relationally to new heights of togetherness. I mean, they're, they're just amazing yep. relationships. Why? Because they have a great aroma and they're doing the things that they need to do. I just want to do a quick recap, Trev. So we were talking about what does a great marriage smell like? And we just took that word aroma and we kind of dissected it a lot and we made an acronym for the A stands for attitude. The R is romance. The O is others focused. The M is making a difference. And the A is altitude. A great smelling marriage has an aroma that is pleasing to others. Yeah. And and really, if you're getting the most out of this episode, we would encourage you to ask yourself, do I have all those things that that come in the word aroma, do I have them in my life personally as an individual? But then yep. are they in my marriage? Yep. Again, in the Bible, in 2 Corinthians, it says, for we are to God, the pleasing aroma of Christ. That's our goal. That's what we're supposed to be, a pleasing aroma of Christ. And others are going to want to be a part of our lives. And it's not just our lives, though. It should also be in our marriages. Well, guys, we want to challenge you today to look into your home, your relationship, and your marriage How does it smell? Is there a pleasing aroma that comes from it that makes people want more? Or is it, you know, stinky, rotting, and moldy? Is it at a point where no one wants to stay and take part? What does your marriage smell like to your spouse? That's the most important question to ask. And it's a question that only you can answer. We can't answer that question for you, but we have to answer that question for our own marriage. But just remember, you guys, other people are watching you. Just if you have kids, your kids, you are the you're demonstrating what marriage looks like or what it should be like to your kids. But what about like your nieces and nephews or your your next door neighbors? I mean, we're demonstrating what marriage is to others. If your marriage or if our marriage doesn't smell right, we need to get rid of whatever is making it smell bad. Maybe it's time just to take out the garbage. You know, if we have a stinky attitude or if we have, you know, for very, very self or, you know, if there's things in our lives that shouldn't be there, get rid of them. Let's take the garbage yeah, out. Get rid and, of that smell. And the garbage is kind of what you were you know, talking about, bad attitudes. Maybe maybe you have secrets. Maybe you have bitterness. Who knows what the gar- garbage is that's inside of you that's rotting and smelling up your marriage, yeah. maybe even smelling up your home for your kids. But it, you're right, Don. It's time to get rid of that stuff. And I know it's just that maybe you have to bake something fresh. Let's have a, a new fresh smell in our marriage. Like, I mean, just like making cookies, like, and it smells up the whole house. What can we do for our marriage to make it smell better? Yeah. And a lot of times that's just new habits or going on trips together, increasing the romance, but doing something that is an interrupter that really begins to change the atmosphere. Well, hey guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, you You've got this. You can do it. Don't give up. Keep loving the fight. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.